Welcome to the Sneaker Principle Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Njoku. Guess what, y'all? I have a podcast. I'm not quite sure what I'm doing here and who decided to give me a mic. But nonetheless, in this space, this show, we will be engaging in various topics specifically around education. I am a New York City principal. I have worked as a school leader in multiple states, and I think it's time to crack the box open to share with you what's truly happening in our schools, the great and amazing, exciting things that are happening, and the love and the genuine work that's being put in to make sure our next generation is ready. So with that being said, let's start the show. So, what's up, guys? This is again Uche and Joku, and um, yeah, here we are. So, before we even start here, I'm, I have to, to let you guys know how amazing this is for me. Um, I've been thinking about doing this for a while as far as having a podcast. Um, I've done YouTube videos for the past two and a half years, off and on. Um, my channel has been primarily about finance and money and credit and financial literacy. But I've been stalling on venturing into the space, dealing with education, only because um, education is one of those spaces where there's a lot of caution about, you know, talking about what we do and really engaging the truth of the work that's required to make sure that our kids are ready. Um, but I think it's about time. I am a product of the public school system, and I am a high school principal in the public school system. So I think this is a good space and time, especially right now, as we are sequestered at home with um, the dealings that the world is going through right now with the pandemic, coronavirus, COVID-19, epidemic that's hitting us um, all around the world, specifically here in New York City. So um, with all this extra time, because of course being sequestered, I don't get to leave the house as we would usually. Um, I'm here with my wife and my two beautiful children. Let me, let, me, let me repeat that. I'm here with my gorgeous, amazing wife and our two beautiful children. And um, it's funny how much of the school day is spent now really just addressing emails and making sure that the staff is remotely doing what they need to do and really supporting them emotionally and um, just making sure that the technology is doing its part and also engaging our students. But a lot of it is not as it was when I was in the school building where it was a lot of face-to-face contact. It was a lot of engaging students personally and parents and just in that space where it was really about education, solely about education. But now we're in a space where we're we're going beyond that because it's not just about the learnings of the classroom. It's dealing with the social emotional aspect of being in the world right now where everyone's terrified. Let's be honest here. People are really worried about what's gonna happen next. People are not working, people have lost their jobs. Um, yes, people are saying that after this is all over and done with, we'll, we'll go back to normal. But let's be honest here. 
how many of you really believe we're going to go back to normal? You know, and what is normal? Because things were not that great to begin with before this pandemic, and it seems like things have gotten a little bit worse. Um, it's funny, I've been, I was watching, or I have been watching this film, Contagion, that came out in 2011, that um, eerily kind of like patterns in the past, what we're going through right now. And um, to think about the fact that in a blink of an eye, what we've deemed to be the normal daily activities, our state of existence has been literally pulled back to the point now where we're literally at home to walk out your building, to walk out your house. You're being told you should have a mask on, especially if you're going to be around other people. Don't shake hands. Now I go for my morning runs and I see people and I literally step off the block off the curb or they do the same thing themselves or um, people kind of like walk by and try not to make eye contact because we're all looking at each other like as though, as though we could be infectious. This is stressful and I wonder what our students, what my students are going through right now. I can only imagine what it is like to be a teenager 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, even 20, 21 year old, 22 year olds, you're still new in, in this space of adulthood of this life. And you now have to deal with a space where um, your norm has been tampered with. I have 12th graders who were looking forward to prom and graduation. And right now, I don't know. None of us knows. When I was, we're not just talking about kids in my high school, but kids across the city of New York across Connecticut, Pennsylvania, Eastern Seaboard, and creeping into into out west into different states. We have hot spots in California, Louisiana, places where people life like this life is not it's not, you know, going on as usual. And um it's scary. But nonetheless, you know, we have to um make sure that that we're supporting our first responders, our medical uh, folks who are out there in hospitals, our nurses, our doctors, our support staff in the, in the medical field because they are literally in ground zero and making sure that um, this thing that's happening right now gets under control soon enough. But at the same time, we can't ignore our educators because beyond just being teachers of content, we are tasked with maintaining the emotional and psychological piece of our children. You know, um, my school has about 435 children. And in that space, we're talking about many children who are just living with fear right now. You know, can you imagine having your mom be a nurse, you know, or, or a doctor or someone having to work in the medical field or even a police officer having to be a first responder and, um, and you're worried that they might go leave home and come back sick or not come back at all, you know. But beyond that, we also have just children in general, young people who are now questioning, like, what is their space in this, what is, what is their place in this world? The world that, that they thought they would inherit, that would open, open its arms to pull them into adulthood. And right now, you know, a lot of them are just wanting to stay home and be safe, you know, so... It's just it's just a painful painful space to be in right now. When I, when I think about my students, I think about what's going on in society, you know. And then it's, it becomes kind of like nerve wracking when you start thinking about what happens next. When will this be over with? 
when will we get back to any sense of normal? And as I said, normal compared to, I mean, normal in the reference to as normal as possible. So yeah, this is where, this is where we are. So this podcast, honestly, is just a space for, for me to um, exercise the, the stresses and the, and the confusions and the thoughts in my head by re-highlighting what's happening in education and whenever possible to just engage people in, in just good conversation about what do we do even after all this is said and done to make sure that we're moving our children forward. You know, um, and if there's ever been a time for to really talk about the importance of STEM education, sciences and technology, because right now, guess what? The highlight is, the highlight right now is science. You know, understanding viruses and bacteria and all these different things that we ignore every day. But now, but the other thing too is our saving grace is technology. Think about it. Can you imagine 20 years ago? No, let me take that back. 30 years ago. So 30 years ago, that will put us at about, what, 1990? 1990, if this had happened then, and we had to be at home, what would we, what would we be doing? I can tell you this right now. The chances of me recording this podcast would would be really slim. I would have to get a ham radio and all kinds of other stuff, a tape recorder, and record something that would literally sit in my cassette in my house. It would probably never be heard. But because of technology and the internet, I'm able to sit here and record what is pretty much a radio show. However, it's just, you know, being done, sitting on my carpet, foot of my MacBook Pro next to my Rodecaster Pro and I'm doing this, you know, talking into my Shure SM58 microphone. Like this itself right here would have been unheard of. If anything, I feel like I, I look like uh, if someone's walking by and looked in the window and the year was 1990, they'll probably think I was some kind of spy. They would look at the laptop and be like, what is that? And look at all this technology and be thinking, oh yeah, he must be talking to the Russians or something. But now, the year 2020, and this is the world we're living. Technology is a is 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 a integral part of our existence, and we're not training our children to be ready to really engage in technology in a way that is that is really intuitive and really pushing them to understand that we need to become not just consumers of content, users of the machines, but we need to be we need to have a voice and a, and a part in creating content in in engineering the future itself. So I'm sitting here thinking like, man, this is just shining a light on what we need to do in the classrooms in our school buildings to, and what we're preparing our children for. Even teaching. My teachers right now are realizing like the old chalk and talk, put out your notebooks, is so archaic. Because if this was 1990, there's no way that we'll be talking about remote learning. The, the the speed in, in which schools had to be closed left no room for preparation for being out of the building for so long. And now that we're talking about like like walking outside, you need to cover your face. There is no, like, okay, let's get back to the building for a few days to make some copies, then kids can come pick it up. Any interaction can be deadly. And it, this is what we're being told. So it's just the fact that right now we live in a space where, you know, Technology has literally made this bearable, you know, shining the light on the fact that this is what we need to focus on, you know, making sure our children are able 
to not only consume and use, but also be part of creating and manipulating technology. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to take this time out to kind of like kind of spew thoughts in my head. Well, I'm starting to ramble. Let me just go ahead and stop right here. So with that being said, have an amazing night. Be well, and we'll see you soon. All right? Peace.